But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. Oh yeah, MTV Malik. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. And of course we are joined by the one, the only, the stand, the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio, a.k.a. V. Bananas Defender. What's really good? What's Hold on. Hi, guys. Hold on. Hold on. One, wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Okay. Oh, we're going to get it in. Nice, nice, say, nice. Where's the alcohol, Malik? Always there. Always Let's get present. this party started. Uh, okay. <laughs> no sense in wasting a lot of shit. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. All so right. before we get it in, I want to go ahead and give a big shout out to my homeboy Dave out there listening, his father Paul. Very big fans of the challenge, very big fans of us. Wishing you guys the best. Sent them some stuff. They love it. Uh, we're always down to help. If you guys know anybody who's in need of some challenge gear, go ahead and hit me up. I got plenty to give out. In case you don't notice, head to thechallengegear.com. Get all of your challenge gear. Head to shop.lwcpodcast.com to get all of your LWC podcast gear. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. D is gone. MTV has banished her into the land of the Santucci's in the Evans. How do we feel about this? Becky, kick it off. Um, I think that I'm, I feel bad for her. I've never seen somebody spiral so quickly into the abyss of just like, you were wondering where she was going and what she was doing. It was, it's almost sad to see, but it's an important lesson that people need to understand that what they say has consequences. And D is suffering a huge consequence for her actions and, well, her ignorance. You don't speak on a subject that you have no knowledge of. You don't just start talking because you end up sounding stupid. And she basically showed her ass and she got stuck in it. Antonio, what is your take on B, on D, getting bounced the fuck up out of the challenge and MTV overall? Initially, I did feel bad, but, you know, as I'm, like, I read it the whole thing a few times. I actually, you know, took time to go see everyone's story here and there. But now I don't really feel bad for her anymore. She just kept digging herself her own grave. And she didn't make any situation. The whole situation itself was like a mess to begin with, but she, she never like, once helped herself. The apologies, they were there. But, I mean, I've seen, like, you've seen the news lately. Drew Brees made comments. His apology was a lot better compared to hers. I mean, yes, they are two, on different levels of, like, 
personality wise, I would say, but uh, D just dropped the ball. And what's really bothered me more about D is that D is in a house with well-known people from the challenge. Why isn't anyone there taking her phone away from her? Why isn't anyone saying, hey, D, stop for a second, let us talk, and then go back on your phone and apologize? She just didn't help herself. That's why I can't feel bad. She dug her own grave. Nobody's anybody's mother. If Dee's out there tweeting these things, it's not up to anybody else to say, give me your phone. But so. to call themselves your friends, your mentor, as in Wes? He was at work. He was not in the building at the time of said incidents. Do not drag. It's just, I will uh, not deal with Wes slander right now. But especially like what's going on like today-wise, like that's like the one thing you don't want to get called out for, I, I would say. Like, you, it's just, it could have been avoided. So that's all, that's where I'm going to put it. Do I feel bad for D? A little bit. She didn't say anything uh, super racist, but now is not the time to ham up your role as a TV villain. Now is not the time to try to be funny and witty about anything, including Black Lives Matter. It was poorly timed. And that is, that is what she is the victim of. She could have used a nice, tall glass of some shut the fuck mm. up. Should have just closed your goddamn mouth. Shouldn't have said shit. And you dug yourself into a hole, and this is what's going to happen. This is our new normal. Face masks and people not being racist. You guys are going <laughs> to have to get used to this shit. This is what time it is. Do I feel that it was appropriate what MTV did? Sure. The problem I have with what MTV did is now you drop the hammer. This is where you make your stand. This is the hill you're going to die on. D. D. We've seen problematic behavior from multiple cast members, but this is where you drop the hammer on. No second chances, no nothing. This is where you drop the hammer on. And that feels wrong. Don't get me wrong. Is D deserving of everything she got in? Yes. But where is the context? Where is the past behaviors where people know that this is the line? Don't get me wrong. D, D, D should have closed her mouth. She should have said what she said. But there has been multiple problems before. And the fact that where it's not great at is that this is where MTV draws the line. MTV needs to, and we're going to get on this. MTV needs to go in the, go in the past and start correcting some stuff that has gone on in the past. Can people mature and adjust? Absolutely. Absolutely. D wasn't given no second chances. She got the hammer dropped on her. But keep the same energy for other cast members. Well, they did. Didn't they drop the hammer on on Taylor, who made racist tweets from 2012? Now that brings us to our second story. MTV severs ties with Taylor Selfridge. Now, Taylor has never been on a challenge, but she's been on Are You The One? And she's been on X on the Beach. Uh, Very famously on X on the Beach, there was an incident where Corey's ex came in and she spit on her. And in light of that, we, uh, her old tweets where she has used racist behavior <laughs> has turned up. You okay with that? I'm sorry, guys. Let's go ahead and cut the feed out. So Antonio can recover <laughs> anything to stop that face he's making right now. 
<laughs> it's a face only a mother can love. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Ow, that fucking hurt like a but, bitch. Okay. But Taylor. Taylor is Corey Wharton's second baby mother. And she put out tweets like, my uncle is marrying an Asian. Tell Aunt Ping Ping to make me some sushi. Or I don't want to... Uh, <laughs> oh I don't want to greet the black people because they scare me. Whole bunch of other fucked up shit. This is about seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. Damn. How do you guys feel about MTV dropping the hammer on Taylor for tweets made seven years ago? Is this MTV just making up ground? Is it right? Is it wrong? Tell me how you feel about that, Antonio. I think them going back is beneficial now because everyone's realizing what they did wrong. Uh, Hindsight is twenty twenty. But the thing is, though, like, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's a tough position to speak on, I feel like. Because, like, yes, there, it's in the, it was eight years ago. Yes, it was messed up and fucked up. But I do believe in character, character growth. I do believe people can mature and, like, take back what they said. I mean, everyone's human. We all, we, it's very interesting you say that because on this season of Teen Mom, I didn't see Teen Mom, so. been, Of course not. <laughs> but it is, and Gabe pointed this out. It has been brought up several times, and it was used as a storyline that where Corey's baby mother and Taylor had issues at. I so know MTV knew about this well beforehand, Ooh. and they used this to their benefit, and now she's getting fired for it. Tyler's a scapegoat. She's literally a scapegoat. They're using this because people are bringing it up. Maybe people just didn't see the Tiamon episode. I didn't. I didn't know about it until it was brought up. I apologize for cutting you off, Antonio. No, it's but, okay. uh, The situation becomes is Tyler, Tyler, I keep calling her Tyler. Taylor has openly said that she apologized. She has spoken to Cheyenne. She's gotten a lot of stuff that um, she said kind of clarified to her on why it was wrong. She educated herself. Um, I'm not saying that they aren't right to cut ties with her because maybe it's for the best. But this has to be an across the line thing. It seems that it's interesting that these are the females of MTV that are reaping the uh, consequences of these actions versus the men who have done multiple racist, homophobic, sexist, even if you want to talk about like trans situations where people are making comments about women looking like men it's just unfortunate that mtv one second antonio are you smoking he's vaping uh, yeah all the cool kids are doing it <laughs> do i need to go get my vape pen i'm feeling left oh. out oh vape yeah. Yeah, all right but hey everything's now legal in illinois so i can this isn't this isn't weed i don't i don't smoke lies no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, um, but just basically, it's just MTV is going to get called out because they are cherry picking who they are calling out. And they're seemingly only going after women. And even if you want to look at it, it's Camilla, who really didn't even get let go because of her racist comments, was let go because Facts. of the fact that she punched a producer. She still went on and stole a golf cart and stole a golf cart and damaged said golf cart. Um, you know, the only two that were really rejected and ejected due to racial comments are now, uh, you know, Taylor and um, 
D, who actually, from what I heard, is suing MTV for this. She's not going to have a kiss. You'd be surprised. What no, because she's a liability right now. She She's known for leaking spoilers, and she does coke. That's a liability. That's not in the court of law. If, you, if you're a, it's a reality TV show and you have things like that. They obviously don't drug test because I'm pretty sure nah. that she or, is not the only one either. that does coke <laughs> in that entire group. So let's just be honest about who they have on this show and not really say that she does coke without anybody saying, because basically that's a rumor. Nobody, she hasn't shown it to be that she's doing this. So it's alleged that she is doing um, coke. So I have a question for you guys, just because you guys probably see better than I do. So I know you guys are saying how they're focusing on the, right now, just the female aspect instead of the males, but just out of, because out of recently, I'm sorry, within the last like three years, has, has there been any males that can fit the criteria or is it just like Tyler ta- Taylor's stuff happened in 2012 well no that's what I'm trying to say like, as I was saying before I, I think people grow over the span of years so I'm not gonna I, I don't think it's right to hold someone accountable for stuff like five so, plus years ago especially well then you're gonna say that Taylor can come back is what you're saying you're well, saying that they shouldn't have fired Taylor because they made a storyline out of it that it doesn't okay. matter the storyline it matters well, the fact that this is something that happened it. in 2012 they keep resurfacing if, if Taylor show growth and show that she she actually like learned what she did was wrong and I'm not just saying an apology but like over her span of like of her just reality TV career or even like off camera she's like showing that she knows what's right and wrong, then I think it's wrong to fire her because it was eight years ago. Now, if it happened yesterday or a few days ago, like in this case, then it's completely, for the time being, he deserves to get fired because it's now, not eight years ago. All right. One of the things is when it comes to Taylor, from what, I mean, of course, D had her apologies. Of course, um, Jordan apologized to Naya back then. In this case, it probably looks like Taylor has done the most amount of growth and has done the most, the most amount of, uh, of coming to terms of what she did and addressing it head on on TV, which, which had to be a very uncomfortable moment. And MTV still dropped the axe. This also feels a little bit wrong. Taylor did address it. She did explain it. She has gone into detail multiple times. And she is still getting the axe for something MTV is well known. They knew well ahead of what was going on. They knew well ahead of these tweets. And it was a storyline. How does this sit with you guys? Fair or foul? Becky. I mean, like I said, it's fair if they use it as a baseline where everybody who made these type of comments and did these kinds of situations, whether it happened last week or 10 or 12 years ago, need to be held accountable as well. Now, whether it's just racism, also sexism, also, you know, the fact that uh, it's just there's so many things involved in this that it's not, it can't be a singular situation. But, but, But the thing is, for you, Becky, in Taylor's situation, where she did address it, where she did apologize, where it was brought up as a storyline and addressed there on TV, is this, is this fair of MTV to do? Since it was addressed as a storyline and used as a storyline, and it seems 
I don't know. It seems that she has grown. It seems that she treats people better now that maybe Taylor should have been given the benefit of the doubt. Now, I don't want to speak too much as, yeah, I am a person of color, but I am not African-American. I am not black. I don't really know how this would affect someone like you, Malik. Uh, For me, I guess maybe I can say I'm a little bit more forgiving because she does seem to have tried to change and she's not doing it anymore. There are other people who are continuing to do things that are not getting in trouble. I feel you in that. Um, Don't get it twisted. I am totally okay with it, though. Let's go ahead and move into the third. So uh, your boy's kind of popping today, you know. I uh, talked to Julian. Some of you guys know him as uh, Cora Maria's T, you know, the original Defender. And um, they wanted to know if they could use an account because they wanted to expose Jordan. I went back and definitely uh, pulled up some old stuff from Jordan's real-world Portland days, and that is the fight with Naya, where the N-word was used, and he made monkey sounds, and he spit on a black female. All the other bullshit aside, the main thing is the monkey sounds, the spitting on the black female, um, and I also put up the altercation between him and Marlon that led to them being rivals where he was defending Naya against his racist actions. Antonio, is it time to cancel Jordan for tweets from 2013? With Jordan's extent, it's a, I think it's a lot worse than Taylor's because he did a lot worse, I would say. I mean, I, I know, I'm not, honestly, besides before today, I really only heard Taylor's maybe once or twice. Jordan, I've seen those videos way too many times. Um, it, see, with Jordan, it's, it, what he did is 100% not right. Like, there's no, you can't, like, no one can make any excuse for him to, to, to justify his action because he's 100% wrong. But, like, was, as I was saying with Taylor, if it happened so many years ago, and if he showed growth, he did. But with Jordan, Jordan's like a washy person. You, you don't know if he's showing growth for himself or if he's showing it, you know, to, like, save face. That's why... His situation is different because he has an attitude where he's like, I don't care what people think about me. I'm going to say what I want. So when he apologizes or if he tries to do something to like justify or not, like, or to like move on from his actions in a positive way, it's hard to believe him. So it's, it's, it's hard with Jordan. I, I, honestly, I'm not in the right position to speak on it for the most part. I mean, I'm, I'm a white kid. Like, I, I really, like, what I, like all, all honesty though, like <laughs> I, it's hard for me to speak on it because like I don't truly like face that problem. You know what I'm trying to say? So like it, it's like, I like, I'm trying to see both sides of it, but like in in am I growing up? I only really saw one side of it, so it's, it's hard to see. You know, like I don't want to say the wrong thing. So <laughs> I no no, no I get it. It's okay though. Only, but only if D had your degree of, of self aware. It's okay to say, I'm no, not honestly, sure what I'm to not. say like, right now. I know it was wrong, but I'm not 100% sure on how to respond. Me, as a black man, 
if I don't feel that I know enough about a certain subject, I will refrain from responding. Hey, I'm not, I'm not the right person to speak intelligently on this situation at this time. I defer to somebody who does. Yeah, I'm like and sweating. I'm stuttering. I'm like, uh, good job of recognizing your flaws. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's for, let's take it I'm back. Like, uh, He's like, I'm like, going to trip. I'm going to do something like, bad. I'm worried about saying <laughs> the wrong things. I, I know, right. like. Because you're no, asking me to cancel so fucking like, fast. Let's let's so pick up. No, your own I never tweets. said anything wrong. I never <laughs> once in my life said anything like. No, you said plenty of shit wrong. You just never yes, said anything yes, racist. Yes. And there and, yeah, there's a difference. And kudos there is a for difference. you. Ah, Jesus Christ! All right, okay. Becky, on to you and your opinion. And, and I, I can't wait to hear this shit. In your opinion, <laughs> is it time to cancel Jordan? It's been time to cancel Jordan. Jordan is everything that is wrong with the challenge. Like he is an ultimate toxic masculine white man who is likes to just throw his privilege around. He is demeans women. He demeans anybody else who he seems as below him. Let's just be honest. The way he treated turbo was whether or not he made any racist comments the way he treated him, he treated him like garbage. He treated him like he was below. Because he's from the third, many uh, third world country. Because he couldn't speak English very well and because he was from Turkey. So it's like, to me, sometimes actions speak so much louder than running around saying a racial slur. If you look at me like I'm lesser than you, just because of the color of my skin or by the way I respond or speak, it makes you so much worse to me. Uh, I can't, I can't have that. I, I, he literally makes me ill. Watching what he did to Naya still to this day, I haven't watched the full season of Real World Portland. I've only seen pieces and that just makes my blood boil. Like if I was there, I probably would have gotten sent home because I would have punched him right in the face. Season 28, episode six and episode seven. That's where it goes down. Now. And he has no shame. That's the problem. He talked to his dad the next day and his dad's like, oh, you can't say that. He's like, well, she said it to me. And that's the episode where he dropped the N-word twice on the season. Then he made monkey noises at her. The, the, the him dropping the N-word was during and, and after on the next episode. So when it comes to Jordan, my opinion, yeah, definitely cancel him. Definitely cancel him. And let me tell you why. Jordan has a huge chip on his shoulder. The chip on his shoulder is the reason why he doesn't owe anybody anything. He's had it hard himself. He doesn't have to give up anything to anybody. This is how much his own head is up his own, is his own ass. Jordan has displayed his problematic behavior and has seen no repercussions from it. I was surprised when he first even appeared on the challenge. My love from the challenge comes from my love of the real world. I've been watching the real world and, and from, from Jump. Like, I remember always watching it. I remember watching it and not realizing the gravity of some of the situations because I was so young. These things happened. Jordan used the N-word. He made monkey sounds towards black women. It was disgusting. I remember seeing it, and I remember hating it so much. And this is why my dislike for Jordan goes back so much because I never forgot it. 
Never forgot it from jump. Now, can people grow? Sure. Can people show maturity? Absolutely. I'm not seeing it, though. Has he apologized at some point? Probably. I can't really remember the reunion or every single episode afterwards, but he probably did apologize to Naya. And him and Naya seem like they're on good terms. Kudos for you two motherfuckers. He still used language that was inappropriate. He still treated black women poorly, and he has continued to treat women poorly throughout his challenge career. Now, I am all open for Jordan. Jordan doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't owe us an explanation. He's on TV. He doesn't have to say a goddamn thing. But it would be very interesting to see where he stands on shit like this now. Sure, you got your little Black Lives Matter post. Sure. That's cool. All right. I'm not really buying it because I've seen you on TV and I've seen the way you acted and I've seen the way you treated people. And I'm not buying it. Does he give a fuck what I think? Probably not. He has made it very clear. He doesn't give a fuck what a whole lot of people think. Now, here goes the ill shit. Taylor, who MTV was well aware of her tweets and all of this and used them on their TV show, got the axe. Why is Jordan not getting the same exact action taken against him? Fair or foul, Antonio? Um, so the question is why fair is Jordan should be canceled or not? Okay. Um, the, the question is, Taylor's and, and Jordan's behavior has been similar, even though I would say Jordan is far, far worse. Why is he not getting the same treatment I mean, that Taylor like has? Like I said with Jordan, it's hard to tell whether he's being like sincere or not because of his personality. Um, I just don't know what MTV is doing. I mean, it's I'm sure there's legal stuff they're going through at the time because you know, this uh, it's hard to like because we're not in MTV's. No, like I'm not worried about what I'm gonna say. I mean, in, if I'm in MTV's room right now. You have one of the faces of the show, like one of the number one and the number one high rated show, and you have one of their faces. I think it's a lot harder to make a call like that compared to someone who's like a C celebrity on other show. But, 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 when it comes to a situation like this, it should be a no brainer that he should get the boot. I had to make sure I got that in there before, right. you, before you guys uh, attacked me. <laughs> so I saw it coming. I was like, no, wait, wait. let me just stop. Let me cut to the chase right now. <laughs> All right. Cut and, to the chase. And Becky, what the fuck is the deal with Taylor getting the punishment and Jordan in a very similar situation getting none? I think the reason why they are not doing anything to Jordan is because they want to use his wedding. They want to still make money off of him. They want to film his little wedding special with Tori. And they know if they cancel him, they're not going to be able to do that. Tori is still a popular uh, face on that challenge. And they also know probably that if he goes, she's yeah, probably going to go too. I know that. I, I don't uh, know for confirmed. sure. I thought it was. I don't, it's not confirmed. But no, no. Okay. No, no, no. It's not a confirmed thing. But the same way they got to CT to do CT's wedding, I would have no doubts that there's talks right now 
of them filming, filming Tori and Jordan's wedding. I have no doubts in my mind that that's something that's happening if they did it with CT, especially since the engagement was live on TV and with everything that everything that Jordan and Tori, their story and all that shit that they went through, they're going to try and air it. They're going to try and use it. It's going to be a tale. It's going to be the power couple because of whatever reasons that they want to use it for. In my mindset, that's not enough. They need to hit. They, he needs to be gone. And if that means they lose Tori in the process, by all means, she can go too. Because he needs to be held responsible for his actions. And if she doesn't want to continue to play the game, then she doesn't have to. But I, I, I feel like he should have been gone. He should never have premiered. He should never have been on the show. This is the problem that I have with that. The problem I have is the line is moving. Why is it okay for Taylor, who has shown more growth, who has shown that she has been more sorry, who has addressed it in a public forum, why is it that she gets the axe and Jordan doesn't? Where the fuck is the parody? Why is the line being moved? Why has MTV not addressed this? the fuck is the deal mtv we're starting to see a couple of changes that we like we are still very far behind where we would like to be with a lot of things so if you're going to step up if you're going to do the right thing if you're going to address racial inequality and stand with us then do it all the way across the board stop protecting your face stop playing Stop, stop playing favorites. Stop protecting the people who you want to protect and do the same thing across the board. Keep it fair. Because I'm not saying D and Taylor don't deserve what they've gotten, but other people are still skating by. If you're going to clean house, clean the whole fucking thing. Don't just clean the bathroom. Don't just clean one of the rooms. Clean the whole fucking house. And if that means some of your faves got to go, they got to go. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. The Daily was actually really cool where everybody kind of ended up in these like Superman harnesses where they were flying through the air with the greatest of ease, uh, like Peter Pan, uh, and having to catch flags. Um, each flag was worth a different point. You know, the all colored ones were, <laughs> were one point and the white flags, shockingly enough, were worth 10 points. Isn't that a little bit uh, on the nose, isn't it? Uh, basically the daily uh, where everybody was flying through the air with the greatest of ease, like Peter Pan. I mean, I would love to just like strap bombs and them flying, just pick up flags. Honestly, if this is a, it's a girl's thing, I'm just enjoy the moment. This is the thing I have to say about this. It's a girl's day. This is specifically for girls. Why the heck? 
did the boys get to be involved in the tribunal? I feel like the boys shouldn't have it shouldn't have been boy like a boy girl like winner. It should have been well, that's sort of the girl. every week though. Guys or girls, it's always been one one and one or a team. It's and that's how it's always been though. It's always the best guy, the best girl, and they both gotta pick another one. They just happened to pick bananas today. So I'm not really like I don't up. like that there was two guys in the tribunal and then one girl. That's well, kind that's, of ridiculous, that being choice, that it's though. a girl's day. That was, that's their choice. But honestly, though, if you're a girl, if you're Melissa in that situation, you don't want another girl in, in that tribunal. Think about it. I don't know. Maybe you do. But why? She, Melissa doesn't have a red skull. Why would she want another female that does or doesn't have a red skull that might want to go in or help another friend out? If you're the only female in that tribunal, you, have, you control all the females. You have all the female power because you can, like technically dictate how the game works. Melissa was outnumbered at this tribunal. We'll get to that later. But let's just say if it was... Because she basically said, I want Bailey to go in, given if D was the third option, something different would have happened. But, you know, Melissa had all the power this episode, in her head at least. I was going to say, she apparently did no, not have the power. She just got fooled. Uh, That's what it was. How do you guys feel? Well, how do you feel about the fact that they basically were telling everybody that that were like cheating, I guess. Well, yeah. Helping each other out. What was that? Like, I've never seen where they were like, you guys were cheating. That's the thing I didn't get. That was super interesting. Super interesting. Um, People have been skating by and doing little cheating shit all through the season. Why is it fair that TJ cracks down on people cheating now before even saying anything during the episode? Do you guys feel like that was fair or foul? Well, the interesting thing is he did say at the beginning, I want to see how you guys play as individuals. So he did very much specify, I want to see who's going to win as an individual. Was that, was that a voiceover, and, though, or was that him speaking? Because if it was a voiceover... It was him. Probably a voiceover. They could have inserted that in after to make it seem like, oh, it's individual. Told you. Well, it looked like I saw the camera on his face. It didn't sound yeah, like a voiceover to me. I don't remember but, off my head, that's what I'm asking. I mean, it didn't sound like one to me. Uh, I mean, people can correct me if, if they if it wasn't on his face when he said it. But I feel like when I was watching the episode, it was on his face when he's like, I want to see you guys perform as individuals. Maybe that was just a subtle hint at everybody. And the thing is that everybody's been helping everybody this season. And maybe just he's sick of it, especially like with that light challenge that oh, everybody yeah. was trying to help each other. And then like. It's it's interesting that it was very specific that it's kind of just like, okay, we're sick of it. No more cheating. I just don't get why the guys cheated. They had nothing to win or lose. I mean, yeah, I guess you win, help the tribunal out. But, like, realistically, would they, I would think they should just relax with the girls find it out. But it's not like it was like last week where you get Burger King. This week it was like, yeah, it was a regular, regular challenge. <laughs> so why go out of your way to, like, cheat or help each other out when it's not really needed? I mean, I, maybe maybe they thought they'd get another five G's. Uh, They're like, gotta win. Yeah, if five. TJ just dropped that random. Five bands about to do a lot. So, because half of the cast got bounced out, Josh gets to win. And, and, and here's another thing that pissed me off. Because we were supposed to be Josh. We were supposed to see Josh do a whole lot of crying this episode. <laughs> and we were deprived of we our fucking so cry babies. I didn't and, that. We were so excited. I was so excited. So excited. This is some bullshit. I'm very sad. I expect to see... He has to cry every week for me. That's just butters my biscuit. <laughs> but Josh gets to win. Queen Melissa 
gets the win. And it's funny because I didn't know exactly how this was going to play out, but I already knew. I was just like, they're going to pull in bananas because Melissa allegedly had a thing with him. And like either Melissa slept with him and Josh wants to sleep with him. I don't know what's going on, but I just knew bananas was going to be the third person being pulled into it. If it wasn't bananas, who else was it going to be? Antonio. Well, real quick, um, Melissa should have been disqualified. Why? Why? She has four arms. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. The fetus on, cannot get Stop it, five. Like, come on. That's a, that's a bad fetus joke. <laughs> like, that's the worst I fetus tried. joke I heard this side of Anthony Jessenick. Fuck out of here. Back uh, I was going to say, she's, so she's not a kangaroo. Come on now. But anyway. <laughs> exactly. Not like the baby hanging halfway out the clock. Like, come yeah. on. Stop it. Oh. I apologize for using the T word. My bad. <laughs> well, I, I Is that a bad said. word? What did you say? Shh. I don't think so. Fine. I don't know. Listen, listen, Ooh. listen. People are getting canceled left and right. <laughs> We're not taking no chances on LWC podcast. As long now. as you're not saying, we don't play this shit down the middle. Don't say "see well, you next mostly. Tuesday." Don't whatever. Don't not say that one. Well, that's a great. That's a great song. Big shout out to to my boy Mikey P. <laughs> 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 I, uh, he just took it from okay me. well back to what you were saying before um i do think bananas was probably a clear choice because that's probably josh's best friend in the house and like i said before i don't think i don't think it would be smart for melissa to pick another female so bananas you won the last nomination oh okay we'll reward you with the tribunal easy i honestly would have pulled another uh female with a red skull in like jenny uh, who might have been a good choice for this situation because it also put her into a position of power, which she would have, of course, liked to be able to do what happened at the end of the day, I'm sure. She would have been happy to be the one saying the name that was said. Uh, I mean, I think that honestly, I think I want more girls to be in these tribunals because it's just, especially on the girls' days. I just don't think it's fair for guys to be able to decide a girl's fate. But like 80% of the girls were caught cheating, so. And it's True. their choice, too. It's not like MTV saying, you have to pick two guys and one girl. It's their choosing. It's Shosh and Melissa. They, they talked about it. They decided. So at, at the end of the day, it's not MTV's fault. It's not the producers. It's not TJ's fault. It's Shosh and Melissa. That's their choice. Every week, it's the top two. They, they pick, you know, who they want. So at this point, Maddie has made it clear that she wants in over everybody else, over everything. She made it clear and went to everybody. But Melissa is also the other person who's been saying they want in, and she's in the tribunal. After the end of the daily, she goes in, she tells Kyle, like, yo, y'all vote for, you know, Maddie. You guys are putting, you know, a death sentence on me. Did you think it was fair for Melissa to campaign in that kind of way? Like, she's in a position of power. If somebody is standing in your way, you're in a position to get them the fuck out. If Maddie is in your way, bring in Jenny to get him knocked out. Do you think that Melissa played this up right? She, I mean, she was in a tribunal, but she wasn't playing it from a position of power. How did this sit with you guys? Becky. I mean, I think that she was doing what she had to do because she wanted to go in and she openly stated that she wanted to go in. So I think she would have preferred a different girl be the houseboat. Now, I don't know who she would have chosen, whether it would have been like Nani or I think Bailey's Bailey. name was floated later on in nominations. Yeah, I was going to say Bailey, Nani, who are the only other girls? Bailey, Nani, Maddie, 
and her are the only who four without fuck? red That's skull. The so if she doesn't want to go against someone who has a red skull, I mean, I can understand wanting to go against someone like Bailey, who's probably more her size. Um, even Nani, who is uh, kind of within that range. But Maddie's huge, man. I'd be scared to go against her. She's athletic. I, I wouldn't want to see her at the end of a hall brawl. I really wouldn't. <laughs> All right, Antonio with the bad lighting. What? Damn, Damn okay. shit. All right, sorry. But um, this situation reminds me a lot of another situation we had last week. When, you know, someone who's in the tribunal wanted to go into elimination, but the other person nominated themselves and the person in the tribunal got mad. Like Johnny and West last week, right? Oh, God. That train's never late, is it? Mm. No, I'm just saying. It's basically the same thing. West was complaining Let's go that. ahead and move no, on to I nominations. <laughs> now, okay. The fucked up thing about nominations this season <laughs> Sorry, you're like breaking up, so whatever. The funny thing about uh, nominations this season is it's not played like anybody else. And we've seen some of the best nominations go down, but lately these nominations have been boring as shit. Somebody steps up, says, hey, uh, I want to go in. Everybody cool with that? Everybody's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And they just go right in. Nominations used to be a very special place. And it was a very good place where you can get the entire house involved in drama. You put everybody in the same room and they can have it out. There has been legendary moves made and paid in these nominations. And because of the Red Skull twist, it's kind of taken that away. Do you guys feel like our nomination drama, some of the best drama, because it's not... Oh, who are you sleeping with? What did you say? Oh, you said some slick shit on Twitter. This is straight up in-house. Everybody's fighting to survive drama. The shit that we love. Do you guys feel like it is being taken away from us by the format of this season? Antonio. Um, I think the cast themselves are dropping the ball on this Ducky. one. Oh, oh, okay. You're there. Okay. Well, as I was <laughs> saying, I think the cast themselves drop. What? No, no, go on, go on, go on. I got you. No, 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 you don't, but okay. No, 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 you're good. Keep, keep going. Okay. Well, as I was saying, the cast itself are dropping the ball. I think in the producer's mind, they were figuring, oh, people have a red skull. Okay, they'll be fine. Skate by, but everyone else will be fighting to get in. No, you don't got me? Okay. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you. Uh, you may want to move closer to your router, Antonio, because you are breaking uh, yeah, up. I'm right next to me. I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, uh, did this take away from it? Um, yes and no. I mean, in the beginning, it was great. It was electric. You know, everybody was still in the normal. How could you say my name phase in the beginning of this whole situation? And it didn't. It's like once Jay went home, shit just dried the fuck yeah, up. It really did, honestly. Uh, and I think now it's just, I think since you have to go in, now people are realizing, shit, I, I fucked up. I should have been volunteered myself to go into this elimination. Honestly, I expected to see more people fighting to get in. Like, I expected Nani to be more like, no, you can't go in. I want to go in. Like, exactly, because if Nani makes a fuss, she might have the pull 
to get the votes over somebody like a Maddie. Exactly. Like she has more friends in the house, I think, at the end of the day. I, I mean, I I'm looking around going, you guys are just waiting to get put into the three and then, you know, getting put in maybe like. I, I don't honestly, I again, I would have been the one that says I need to go in right now. I'd rather have a red skull than go home. So I would have been fighting to be in there before it got down to the wire where now they're like, oh, my God, will TJ send me home because I don't have a red skull? Well, you should have thought of that four or five weeks ago <laughs> when you were trying to hide. Facts. So after a boring ass, a super boring, super boring nomination. We go ahead and segue into a boring ass club night where nothing was really discussed except for Melissa Warren's first vote and might put put in um, Bailey. Just boring, boring, boring. Now, one thing that I noticed about this long stretch of boring shit, pretty much everything from the end of the daily to the elimination is we're missing something. Something seems a little bit off. Something's missing. Yeah, you and think that's so? everything, everything involving D. Right? Now. This whole episode went by way too fast, too. It is. It was only an hour, which feels really, really dry for us. But um, now that D is gone, they it seems like the episode has been re-edited to make D less prominent, cutting out a lot of her storylines, cutting out all of her confessionals. Now. We all agree. D's canceled. She fucks up. She's gone. We're going to move on. The challenge made a decision to air the season in its entirety out of respect to the other challengers, which was a little scary as fuck that they was considering chopping the whole season. Nah, it's too but, season to do that. And at this point, is it okay to trim down the season and cut out major storylines that's going to make sense for us by cutting out D. At this point, after they're already done what they've done, is it necessary to trim D out this much? Antonio. I see the thing with D, her storylines don't matter. She's canceled. She's done. She's gone for good. So why pay more attention to her storyline? That's not going to develop. Why? Because today's episode... still in the season. Well, we had, a, we had um, a D and Bailey fight today that was never seen. But... Why focus on that when you can focus on a different Bailey relationship or a different storyline throughout the season? I guess, honestly, I think what happened was it, this happened like yesterday where they didn't have enough time to like actually edit in a new storyline. They had to cut bits. That's why it was an hour. I'm sure next week in the future episodes, we'll still get the hour and a half time frame. But whatever these doing, they'll just replace it with a different storyline because that is going to show true development. No one, D has no character after the season. But we don't really know that. And it's making some of the events of this season not really fully fleshed out. That's what I was going to say. Becky, what do you think? That's what I was going to say is her storylines are not the only ones that are getting taken out. The storylines that involve these other people are also getting taken out. For all we know, the reason why we didn't see Josh crying this episode is because something with D was involved. And that's fucking bullshit because I need to see him cry. <laughs> I'm he 
that's a guy once a week for me to get some oh, goddamn Louis, sleep. I have, I have bad news for you. Uh, I, it's like spoiler worthy. So after we're done recording, listen, listen. I don't know if you notice this, but we're love with challenges, and we don't give a fuck. Well, because it involves the next season of Big Brother, and this it isn't a Big Brother podcast. And... I was gonna say, why are we talking well, about Big Brother? We are blocked by Marie Rhoda. So we get to do whatever we want. <laughs> well, by saying that, you might be upset next season because your favorite cast member might not be on because he might have gotten a call from CBS to be on the next season of Big Bye. Brother. What the fuck are you talking about? Bye. Big Brother. Big Brother 22, which is airing this summer, is an all-star season. Supposedly. So he might be on all-stars is what oh, Antonio is trying yeah. to say. First off, first off, that's one, that's a great move for Josh. Since Big Brother is the only one that's going to pay him the big bucks, it's way better than the four and a half grand a week that he gets for the challenge, where he never wins anything. Good for him. I hope he thrives and he, and, and he survives, and I hope he stays the fuck over there on CBS. Yes. Bye, Josh. Even though Listen, there are some Josh fans out there, I appreciate you guys. There's four. There are four Josh fans in the whole world. His mom, his dad, his sister, and his one ass... And there's one person on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Stop myself. Uh, you yes. Kaylee yeah. after us so bad. Who? Kaylee. I don't the know. Tw- who that the stand. That's, that's Josh's stand on Twitter. She's cool. I just like giving her shit. Um, we but love you, Josh. 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 He seems like a a pretty a pretty decent guy. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm happy he's gone. You, you can't even lie. I, that, that's you know the what? crazy part. Um, I hope he does really well. I hope he wins. I hope he wins all of Big Brother. All of Big Brother. And his... And, and he has to stay away for two more years. Because he brings absolutely, absolutely nothing to the challenge. Josh brings... Nothing to he didn't even bring the fucking pots and pans. I see you. He didn't even bring the pots and pans. If Josh would have came through on the first episode of the challenge swinging pots and pans, it would have been fine. And, and, and he brings tears to the challenge though. He man, stole that from Bad Girls Club. He stole that from Tanisha from. at the Bad Girls Club. Go back to Big Club. Brother where you belong. Go go yeah. Just just go over there. Let's go ahead and move on to the tribunal. So the tribunal is going to be Josh, Melissa, and Bananas. Now, Melissa wants first pick, but if not, she wants to call him Bailey. So, out of the th- so the three girls that were chosen to go into elimination is going to be Bailey, Nani, and Dee. Out of the interrogations for everybody in the tribunal, who do you feel like played it the best? Becky. I mean, I like the way Bailey played it. She kind of was just very, I'm ready for it. If you guys want to give, throw me in and just do with it. It, it. If it's my time, it's my time. So I was actually really happy with the way she decided to go about what she wanted to do. She made her, she made herself obvious. And also she made herself prepared to mentally be put into this situation. Um, Nani, Nani was just there, like she just existed. <laughs> and D just looked like a psycho the entire time. Like I was a little bit scared. Like it looked like she was gonna, you know, jump over the table and start punching people. 
<laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like you can tell she's breaking and that whole bunker is completely destroying her entire psyche. Yeah, I agree with Becky. I think Bailey handled it perfectly. She said what needed to be said. She and she did what she had to do. I mean, she didn't make any enemies in that tribunal, I feel like. She said if I had to go in, it's my time, and that's it. Nani was like, yeah, I mean, if I guess, you know, if you want to throw me in, I'll go in, but, you know, not against Maddie. And then D, I mean, if honestly, if there was someone to have a rough week, it's D. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not like, black, it's not like black people had a rough week or anything like that. It's D. Good call out. There it is. You're looking for you it. got me this episode. Uh-huh. Yay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> you walked right into that one. I knew it was going to happen. No, I know. No, I meant, oh, but, and, and, you know what? I'm just going to keep my mouth shut for the rest of this episode. Smart man. And not talk. Smart man. Because I'm going to keep, I'm going to do what D did. I'm going to keep digging myself a grip. I don't want to, so. Just lay in that messy bed right there that you just laid out now, for yourself. <laughs> for the tribunal, I do think Bailey played it best. She was just like, well, I'm down to go in. I'm ready to go. Played it very classy. But D kind of played it the best. I'm mad. Fuck you. I dare you to say my name. Whatever. Stoneface, whatever. However y'all feel. That part of the attitude, I like. I feel I like they edited year. so What the much. fuck are you going to tell me? I won last year. I'm running this shit. Everybody was feeling that shit. And, and this is where we got to check ourselves as challenge fans and people on Twitter and social media. Don't get me wrong. D put their own battery in the back, but we supported it. She played the villain and we rode with it. D was that shy girl, couldn't swim, tried really hard. We was all rooting for her all rooting for her. Then she became the bad guy and she took that character and I, I, don't get me wrong, as much as I hate Jordan or I like this person, I for the most part just assume that most people out of the challenge are just regular ass people who know how to play it up for TV. I always assume that everybody on TV is a exaggerated version of themselves. Everybody on TV is themselves times, you know, 200. And I get that and that's okay. But D just took it too far. But here, in the moment, in the now, when the episode was filmed, this is D still playing that role, and that role is captivating. That role is good to see. That role is the mouse turning into a fucking monster. And I always love to see that. Hey, I wasn't shit two years ago. Look at me now with the championship around my belt. The fuck is the deal? What you gonna tell me? I'm not afraid to go into elimination. So it's whatever. And that part, I can enjoy. In the moment. In the moment. The bad thing about shit like that is when you bring in the whole everything that's been happening over the past couple of days, it feels fucking yucky. And I think that's one of the main reasons of why the challenge cut the episode up so much. Because who wants to see these redeeming qualities from somebody who's canceled at the moment? That sucks. It fucking sucks. I hate the fact that this shit has infiltrated our show. It's not just my show. It's not just Johnny Banana's show. It is our fucking show that we love and we got to protect. And Lord knows, if you've ever been on Twitter, you can see that we are not perfect at all. We fight about scandalous things and people get personal. But I hate the fact that this shit has infiltrated our show 
to such a high degree. And the only thing I really hope is that we get fucking rid of it as soon as humanly possible. And I don't care if that means your fave got to go. We don't have to worry about that about Cora Maria, though. She ain't problematic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the worst she ever said was talking about someone's engagement. So (laughs) That that, that wasn't cool. It wasn't cool, but, but it wasn't racist. <laughs> <laughs> details, Malik. Details. <laughs> and these are the herders we gotta go to. What did she say anything about black people? <laughs> no. Cool. But also Keep think it of it pushing. this way. Listen, I'm gonna say this out loud. Jordan deserved a portion of that. He called her a man. He said that she looked like a man. So her dislike for him stems from how he treated her so your fact is you know consequences have you know actions have consequences so he decided to be a jerk off to her so she's a jerk off back mind you she didn't do it in a bad way she didn't call him out his name she didn't talk about his anything other than you know she's gonna be paying for this ring because he's gonna throw the challenge worse things had been said by worse people uh-huh but let's go ahead and move on so after this, after this uh, uh, tribunal, Melissa goes to Johnny and Bananas. And, I mean, she goes to uh, Bananas and um, <sighs> Cry Baby, and just like, hey, you know, no matter what, you know, putting in D kind of fucks me up because D's still on my team. Um, so like, no matter what, either I get the first choice as Bailey and and Josh, and 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 Bananas agree to that, not knowing that they're working a whole different angle that seems like some real real shady shit because once again we are not seeing the benefit of what's going on with d and that storyline of what's pushing them so hard to get her to get her out i mean if nani's your main homegirl you should be putting her in the best position to prop her up for whatever but not having that side of the story it's kind of fucked up but now it's time to move on to purgatory Purgatory. Challenges arrived. You got two coffins. It's looking like real fucked up. So Melissa, like over top, is just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going into this one, which I think was a excellent move. During the vote, Bananas and Josh blindside D. Uh, even better, Bananas goes and asks Rogan, is it okay to blindside D? Now, once again, because of D's storyline being cut, we don't know what, what went on between them before that, but whatever. It was a nice, shocking moment. Are Bananas and Josh pieces of shit for pulling this move in the tribunal that Melissa won the daily for? And she's getting this power taken away from her and not getting who she wanted out. Was the, the Bananas and Josh go too far? Antonio. Just real quick, I honestly I do think if Melissa was gonna volunteer, this is it for her because this is more of a size thing, I feel like. But in hindsight, bananas and Josh, they did they did the Lord's work. This week was the week for D to, you know, potentially go home. They tried. Yeah, and we saw what happened, but you know, you can't be mad at them. They play, they're playing the game. Rogan, on the other hand. Yeah. God bless his soul. He, oh man. Bless the people's soul and shit over here. 
<laughs> the way like the way the editors like set it up where it's like his face and give him like the, the facial reaction before the commercial break and then like just him just saying yes like and then his answer to TJ was like yeah he asked the ex for my blessing and I said yeah like that's it bro like what else do you want to hear from it and I don't know it, it, was, it was nice to see it happen you like that shit I see it all right. Oh Jesus Christ! Back to shutting up. And, and Becky, <laughs> uh, I mean, did 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 they overstep their bounds? Melissa won the daily. It is a girls' elimination, and it's being taken away from from these misogynistic pigs. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to rile me up, I see. Anyway, put the battery in your back. Let's get it in. I'm trying to put a coin in me so I can get all hyped up. Okay, so I think it is honestly i knew it was gonna happen because d's been really pissing people off i you know we've been seeing it over and over again where people are saying that she's untrustworthy and you know she's been doing this nasty shit and you know rogan has told everybody and if not rogan hasn't jenny has that she's been talking about backstabbing jenny so she kind of had it coming it was her own fault for playing the game that she was playing you play dirty and shit happens maybe it's your own karma coming back to bite you right in the ass uh i feel bad for melissa because she feels betrayed because these guys went behind her back and didn't tell her what they were doing now i know why they didn't but she's pissed and i would not want to see her angry because I mean remember her from you know her first season she didn't give a fuck she would go after anybody she's like just one of those small but vicious women <laughs> in this world also pregnant the hormones. Thank you. I don't. I don't know why you feel like you got to keep mentioning that. Like we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, why do I keep talking? Like why? Yeah. Like. Stop talking about the unborn child that nobody knows about yet. Word. Jesus Christ. I really, this whole thing left a really, really nasty taste in my mouth. One, Melissa won the daily. But she has trust in Josh because it's mainly because he's a little bitch. And she got trust in Bananas because of, I don't know if it was for the gram or what, whatever went down between them, but they obviously are very, very cool. And she put her trust in you to further her game. Because P-Game, when you guys needed a vote, she was there for you. When you guys needed a hand, she was there for you. Every time you guys need a vote, you can count on her. And when she needed to count on you on a girl's day and a daily that she won, y'all said, fuck whatever you're going through, we're going to do what's best for who? I mean, is Bananas really worried about D coming for her? For her? Is Josh really worried about D coming, coming from him? Um, this was a time to toss her a bone. She's on your team, for the most part, and you guys screwed her over. Josh loves to talk about how you know, Paulie screwed him over or this person screwed him over or hunting for him. And here you are doing something fucked up. This speaks to Josh as a challenger and, and, and his competitiveness that he cannot be trusted, that he's a piece of shit. For Bananas, oh, we've been there. 
This ain't nothing new. This is hey, not a shocker. Come on, listen, come on. Banana doing some grimy shit. Who's surprised? On the cover of No Shit News, <laughs> Bananas does something <laughs> fucked up on a girl's elimination day. But it's not really fucked up, though. Like, for Bananas' part, no, because we saw the tribunal with D. D literally said, Melissa, okay, you're outnumbered. Bananas, okay, we have B, I understand it. She was mad at Josh, because Josh wasn't making a decision for himself, She in her eyes. So if anyone was being shady in this tribunal, it would be Josh, because both Melissa and Bananas, they had their mind set already. No, it's like with anything. You can't change their minds. And that's so even worse. Josh. Josh was in a position to be trusted, and he betrayed that. Just to what? Or he... Just to what? Suck up the bananas? Two bananas Jenny, so you're saying it's bananas? No, I'm, I'm just saying, Josh. <laughs> Josh was in between two alliances. He was in an alliance with bananas. Do you see how fast a banana stand would dump all blame on Josh if they can? Right? I mean, like, I'm like, not blaming Josh, like son. Not, but how can it be bananas' fault, though? Literally in the tribunal, we saw D say, okay, I understand why you were so in approach here. bananas. Said, this is the game plan. She won. This is to benefit her game. She has always looked out for Bananas and Josh when her number has been called. And when it was time for her to get a hand, they said, fuck you. We're going to play this That's game. That's not we That is And earlier this season, if you remember, when everyone was talking about voting Bananas in, Melissa was going to do it. The only reason why Melissa did not vote Bananas in is because Corey did it. And because her vote didn't wouldn't matter, so she burned it on Jay. That's Melissa was so Melissa was for voting bananas in early in this game. So to say they were together, but bananas they didn't know that. No, exactly. She's been holding it down. It, was well it wasn't fucked known. Up. It was fucked up. They she should have been backed up. All right, all right, all right, all right, children. Rude. Time to move on. Let's go ahead and move on to this elimination. And don't call me a child. D's voted so then in. Melissa's being shady. D gets voted in to elimination. Rogan. Pff, Rogan. Rogan. Okay's D being voted in. Now D's voted into this elimination against Maddie in an elimination called, hold up, Tunnel Vision. <laughs> Something. Tunnel Vision. There's two coffins, are pretty much two plexiglass little tubes, square tubes. The challengers got to dig their way through, and whoever digs faster wins. Now, I am a big fan of simple eliminations, because simple eliminations tend to be the best and some of the most violent. Uh, Paul Russell, here goes a stick. Take it from him. Or um, hall brawl. Hey, here goes a hallway. Make it to the other side. So I'm a very big fan of simplistic shit. Uh, balls in. Here goes the ball. Put, go put in that hoop. So you would think something as simplistic as this would be really, really uh, great. And uh, Chrissy uh, pointed out, Banana talk about D killed me. She's a rat in more ways than one. I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. People get on Bananas all the time for reusing the same jokes or not being as funny as he was when Kenny was around. But he definitely hit a zinger with that one. Definitely. One of my favorite moments, because, you know. Pot, meat, kettle. Yes. Ex <laughs> <laughs> so, this elimination, I don't know. For me, personally, it seemed a little lackluster. Now, I may be a little bit of pessimistic, but let's hopefully you guys are not. 
Uh, let's say you guys say something nice about today's elimination between Maddie and D. Uh, Becky, you seem to be uh, well lit and very positive today. Why don't you kick it off for us? <laughs> well lit with my really great ring light. Uh, yep. Now, I found it boring. I'll be honest. Watching it was just not very interesting. I was looking at Maddie going, you got that wingspan. How can you not use that so more? Run through that shit, ma. Like... D's bigger than her size-wise uh, to get through that hall. You know, Maddie's tall, but she's she's quite thin. I I honestly expected more from her, basically because she she just didn't use her size properly. Maybe because she was getting claustrophobia at the time. And, you know, I don't know. But watching it was like, God, Maddie, really? Like, you can't do this? And I don't know what happened midway through that D looked like maybe she, like, inhaled dirt and almost died i don't know because she just oh yeah like her Facts. feet were just like mm, mm. <laughs> Yo, this elimination was so fucking boring d was just like you know what i'm gonna take a quick nap <laughs> she really did she's like hold on I, I i'm really tired from moving all this dirt let me just take a five second cat nap but yeah no um honestly the funniest part was watching everybody's face when d was winning all of their faces were like, we are so screwed. We are so screwed. Like Rogan's face was hilarious. He's like, I got to go home and hide all of the knives. <laughs> word, word. Antonio, say something nice about today's uh, elimination. The nice thing about today's elimination is that it ended tonight's episode. Wasn't a big fan of how things played out, huh? Uh, I, I think the whole the whole process itself was just a mess. I mean, I love D got sent in. I love that whole thing, but this is Melissa's one to win. I th I think this game benefited the smaller people because you're digging a smaller hole. I mean, oh honestly, everyone anyone could, could dig in this house. Unless you're D, where you're digging a bigger hole. Yes. <laughs> and it landing right back. Well, on I mean, head. This, is, this is this is Melissa's to win. She's a small, more easily one of the smallest humans in the house. So she's not, she honestly could just like slid the whole entire thing. <laughs> I gotta say also, what I'm actually kind of liking this season is that they're not repeating eliminations. There has not been oh, a... Well, I, mean, uh, I mean, balls in. Well, they haven't... Paul Russell? No, I meant like, in a, like these eliminations, they've done one balls in. This digging competition, oh, yeah. the drywall. There hasn't been a point where we've seen something come back up. And I think that's why people are hesitating. Is because people in the tribunal, they're like, I don't know what this is. Versus if they see a balls in and they're like, oh, hell yeah, I know how to play that. Versus they just see. I'm waiting for a good, good old fashioned puzzle. We haven't seen that one. Nobody, nobody wants a puzzle. I'm just saying, if you're working one of them in the house right now, they're like, all right, when the fuck are we getting a puzzle? We haven't seen one yet this yeah, season. Yeah, there has been. Technically, not, Ashley's was a puzzle. I'm, I'm not tripping about not having to see a puzzle. I'm saying them in the house. They're like, because it's all like Nani right now. She's waiting for a puzzle. She's not, she's not waiting for anything physical with the rest of the females in the house, unless she's going against Melissa. Josh... Well, I mean, don't count Melissa like out. I don't know if Nani would be able to beat Melissa in a physical because Melissa's. But Melissa's I'm saying Nani's scrappy. hoping for a puzzle. Nani's hoping for a puzzle. I'm saying she's. Um, what, what are the guys are left? 
Uh, Banana, wow. Josh, Fessy, Corey, Nelson. Uh, Swaggy, uh, Corey, 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 Nelson. Swa- no. Swaggy, perfect example. Swaggy wants a puzzle. He doesn't want anything physical against the remaining guys. Josh is almost twice Oh, you're bugging. Swaggy will go in there and fuck something up. Watch. I'm just Swaggy's about that where life. size matters. If That's what she said. Where si- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help it. D gets blindsided. She's voted in. She's voted in. And she fucking wins. On the week that she is canceled, she goes into elimination and comes up with a W. Yeah, I knew the spoilers for today, too. So it was going to be so even awkward. This not even a winner's confessional. <laughs> How God. wrong does all of this feel? Uh, it's so wrong, but so good at the same time. So Honestly, wrong. her having... No camera time is great TV because you can look back at it and like it's so weird though. Joke around, talk about it, and joke around in a way. I feel like at the same time, I'll be honest. That entire elimination seems so freaking weird without any like this whole episode. They should have. It was this whole episode just seemed off. It seemed off the way because like usually with an episode you have a good flow to it. This This one did not have a good flow. Drama, I guess. Just, nominations. It was so you could fast. Tell. It's like it's already eight thirty. We're doing nominations. But check this out. Like, what? But check this out. This is why I am so okay with what happened with D. Because now with all of the crazy shit going on in the world, with all of the nastiness, it has infected our fucking show. And don't get me wrong, there's plenty of problematic shit going on in our show. And now our show is on the forefront and MTV has to make hard decisions because of it. You can and, tell that they did not yeah. have a lot of time to edit this episode. Exactly. No, it happened yesterday. It's fucking with our shit. And don't get me wrong, the whole Black Lives Movement and everything that's going on in our country is very, very important and needs to be addressed. And don't get me wrong, I would love the fact to have reality TV be a kind of escape from all the doom and the gloom that we're seeing. And we can't, and, and it can't be avoided. So I'm thankful for the fact that it can't be avoided on this forum. But I still resent the fact that my show, our show, the flagship show on MTV is being fucked with because some people don't know how to shut the fuck up or how to be appropriate. Because you know what? D could have stopped one or two, two tweets in and just said, you know what? This isn't the right way to go. I'm not going to comment at this point. I apologize for anything. It's not right. And shut the fuck up and something could have been savage. Do I think that like D, um, you know, is against the plight of African-Americans? Probably fucking not. But now is not the time to be witty. Now is not the time to make fucking jokes. Shut the fuck up, ma. What really bothered me about D is that she blamed it on being high. So, are we excusing Camilla for being drunk? No. They said what they said. It's unexcusable. People use being drunk all the time for making comments. I'm I'm saying. Exactly, but D is also from Australia. So, don't get me wrong. Is there racism all over the world? Yes, but she may not fully understand the ramifications of what it is in America. But, I mean, like I said, if she flat out believed that African Americans are not worth as much as other people, probably not. This is probably the case. But does she give a fuck about what African-Americans have to deal with on a daily basis in this country? Probably not. She can't understand it. Probably can't understand it. Probably doesn't understand it. 
But guess what? Shit has been going on for a long time. If you're un, un if you are uneducated about the difficulties African Americans face in this country since this country was formed, not being educated or ignorant to that fact, it's on you. I'm not educating nobody anymore. I'm not explaining shit no more. It's on you. Learn to read the fucking room and do better. Do better. Now, that's going to wrap it up for episode 11, season 35, The Challenge, Total Madness. Usually, this is why I say one hell of an episode, but it's just a hell of an episode. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> With that being said, another great episode, Posters. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash Challenges. Join our discussions under the Challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website at LWC Podcast at... Also, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure when you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, subscribe. Have a great day, posters. Peace. Before you guys go, I want to let you guys know, we love all of you. We appreciate all of you. When this episode comes out, this will be our 100th episode. Woo-hoo! This is it. Oh, shit. 100 we fucking episodes in a year and change. There's only 52 weeks in a year, and we started this February of last year. Hey. 100 episodes. We will be doing a 100th episode special coming out soon. Not immediately, yeah. but 100 fucking episode, guys. Can you guys believe hey, it? Hey, you fucking did it. Hey, cheers to us. I've probably been here for like 80 of that, maybe? Because I missed a few episodes. Missed a couple, there, but not a whole bunch. I have not missed a single fucking episode. Yeah, you can. I mean, you, you physically can't miss an episode because if you miss it, who's going to this shit, right? Not even that. Like, who's going to sit up the live? Who's going to count us down? Who's going to sit the intro? Who's going to, like, give the segues? We're, we're, we're all in this together, but And you motherfuckers want to pick up that uh, line of work. You let me know. Let me just tell you also right now. Give a big shout out to Malik. I don't think he gets appreciated enough sometimes at how much work he does do for us. He is great. He is amazing. But LWC, honestly, Love War Challenges would not be in existence, I think, if Malik was not here at this point. So, big ups to Big Papa over there. Thank you so much for the kind words. Um, I, I do wear a lot of hats, but I couldn't do this by myself. I guarantee you nobody wants to sit here for an hour and hear me talk shit about the challenge and tell people to, you know, suck things and just being old you and be angry surprised. and fucking halfway <laughs> drunk. I can't do this by myself. This for all of us. Um, we, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we put a little coin in our pockets from time to time, but this is really just about uh, adding more content to the challenge community. If I, if I could do this for a living, which hopefully I may be able to do at some point, I would uh, just love you guys. Love all of you. Thank you so much for kicking it with us. We appreciate it. We're going to be back here next week 
expect more content. I'm only doing more shit. All right, bananas already close us out. We're fucking out of here. Get these lights the fuck out of here. Yo, we out on our own shit. Ooh, Good night, motherfucking purse. I mean, I'm not going to do all that. <laughs>